So a modern dance studio is a pretty cool place to set your witch coven in. Uh, what would be less cool? And that is the most quiplash-ass intro prompt I've ever given. Oh, um... Where would you set your witch coven? I don't think it's less cool, but maybe it's less sexy. Uh, I would set it in the Country <laughs> Women's Association. <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely perfect, yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just hot fuzz, but like very more specifically Ooh. gendered. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> pass the X's, Rosemary. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have you prepared the jam pentangle? <laughs> Ooh, a pen. Oh, I've done me. <laughs> I've done mine wrong. It's just a rhombus. <laughs> That's not going to summon the Dark Lord, is it? Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be lucky to get an imp with that, Dory. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I actually really want to, really want to write this now. <laughs> <laughs> Sort of West Country witches coven who yeah. run a, also run a knickknack shop. And a yeah, tea room. yeah, and they're like they have to crochet their pentagrams. <laughs> and then a wide-eyed young Australian woman comes in order to be a part of this tea shop, <laughs> only not re- not realizing the ulterior motives that the uh, the uh, proprietors have. <laughs> it's coming to you now, starring Ellen Graham. <laughs> <laughs> So you're singing? What the fuck? That's Asperian by Tom York. Oh. Why did you say jam? I said jam instead of waltz. Oh, okay. Well, that's completely changed the meaning of the phrase, hasn't it? Hang on a minute. Did you watch the new Asperian or did you watch the 77 one twice? (laughs) I thought it was a really bold move from from Luca (laughs) Guadagnino to um, just, just do the exact same movie. Um. <laughs> yep. And this is the best CGI youth job I've ever seen. Like the Susie Banyan actor looks exactly like she did in 1977. I know, right? I find it hard to uh, uh, actually listen to what Tom York is singing. <laughs> I just, I just, it just is like an unintelligible wailing that pierces my very heart and soul. <laughs> and and you just made, and you just telling me now that it has lyrics. I'm like. Oh, I, I guess in in the same it's like whale song to you. Yeah, I guess in the same way that you know a dog understands Shakespeare <laughs> is me understanding Tom York. It's very complex. I mean, you've understood how to pronounce the uh, the name in spite of the H, so I feel like that's all any of us need to know. Great. <laughs> anyway, uh, witches. Yeah. Look out. <laughs> Hello and welcome to One Good Thing, the podcast that needs guilt and shame, but not yours. I'm Paul and Marcos, and I am joined once again by Ellen of Podcasts. Ellen, <laughs> tell us your true name. My true name? Oh, well, that's behind <sighs> the uh, Rollcast Patreon paywall. <laughs> mother, mother Ellenarium. Other mother Gra- Grahamarum? <laughs> Uh, uh, well, because all of the mothers have cool <laughs> names. It's like Mother of Tears and Mother of Sighs and stuff. Um, but Gra- yeah. Graham just means like gravel home. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm mother of gravel. Hun. I am mother gravelarium. <laughs> mother of gravel. Get off my gravel lawn, kids. <laughs> the way to summon me is just so so specific. <laughs> you just need to. <laughs> you just get on the lawn and you get summoned in order yeah, to tell stand, people to go away. Stand on some asphalt. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm from podcasts. Yeah, check me out. Yeah, from podcasts. Yeah, that's check right. Out. Mainly Rollcast. Yeah, go check that out. Mwah. Yeah, find that. <laughs> That's for Good your stuff. Yeah, that's for your journey. It's going to be a long one. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be more when you get there. Oh, Wait. yeah. <laughs> Behind the paywall. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm here to talk oh, God. Talk about some movies, some spooky some movies. movies. Ooh, yes, we're getting very close to Halloween. And it is also a decade episode. But rather than talk about a recent great film that we reckon is yet to be en- to enter the canon of great films and... Talk about why it should be a part of that canon of great films. We thought we might talk about a horror movie we both like. Yeah. Like the old days. Talk about that canon. The oldie timeies when we could the talk about any movie that we liked. <laughs> well, we weren't <laughs> bound to these arbitrary constructs we had created through which we would see film. Kind of like a, you know, a witch's coven being <gasps> bound by oh its my own God. hubris. <laughs> yes, we lost our way, and now Ellen is here to either redeem us or explode our heads, I guess. Yes, what do you uh, because... choose, uh, Sister Paul? <laughs> Death. <laughs> you cho- I give us like, oh, watch Grown Ups 2 again. Right. So, uh, we are f- yes, we are finally talking about Luca Guadagnino's 2018 horror film, Suspiria. Suspiria, as I like Su- to say. Suspiria. Suspiria. <laughs> You're making some kind of deal with them. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. It's all a mess. The one out there. Ah, yes. Ellen and I have had this on the books for a while. It is an homage to the classic 1977 horror film by Dario Argento, Argento's most famous and influential film. Uh, The journey of this film starts in 2006 with Guadagnino convincing Argento to allow a remake and then recruiting David Gordon Green to direct with Isabelle Huppert to star. And that fell apart. And Green directed Pineapple Express instead. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) That's a shift. (laughs) What a left turn. He famously went on to then direct the brand new Halloween trilogy. How's that turning out? Oh. (laughs) The latest latest one is out. I have not seen it. It is. I have not seen it, but I have heard about it. (laughs) (laughs) But I enjoyed Halloween Kills, so I guess we shall see. Uh, Was Halloween Kills the second one? Yes, yeah, the one I... with like, the mob justice. Yeah, I did like that. Yeah. In 2018, Guadagnino said that this was his most personal film to date. Terrifying man. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> this is the one I relate to the most from my life. It's a bit spooky. <laughs> That's a bit spooky. Critics were not so ready to believe the worst is over. Uh, David Edelstein at New York Magazine said, uh, the movie would be a hoot if it didn't drag on for two and a half hours and feature witches who talk so much that Hansel and Gretel would fling themselves into the oven to get it over with. 
Oof. Also, this movie would be a hoot. It's great. That's what I was thinking during several sequences of this. You know this, what I? This I, is a hoot. Yeah, you know what I go to see. You know, when I go to see horror movies, I go. <laughs> I hope this is a hoot. I hope this is just a, <laughs> uh, you know, a dynamite time for me and my gal Friday because I'm an old. Ti- anyway, <laughs> I'm an old timey man with an old timey thoughts. Give a hoot. Explode a Nazi. <laughs> 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 oh, all right. <laughs> Actually, that's not, that was the poster. That's not a bad tagline. Public, meanwhile, for, uh, thought it felt like what they think it must feel like to fuck. Aaron Anderson, <laughs> over on Google, I think, said, "If you're freaky, you'll like this. If, on the <laughs> other hand, you just wanted some spooky entertainment, go elsewhere." Well, I'm freaky, and I want spooky entertainment. What do I do? Uh, well, you have to watch this, but then you have to watch. Uh, oh, I don't know, all of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remakes. <laughs> Not what the good one. Would do that? Not the good one. <laughs> Just only, the bad one. Only a freak. <laughs> if you're freaky like oh, that. God. <laughs> if you're freaky, if you're kind of Suspiria style freaky. Uh, the film has 6.7 on IMDb, 65% on Rotten Tomatoes, 64% on Metacritic, 76 on Google, that's low, and made $7 million on a $20 million budget. Oh, what? For a sequel. No. Yeah, Guadagnino taught sequels, but uh, then admitted in 2020 that the box office meant that's not going to happen. No. No. <laughs> Why? No. I want all of the mothers. <laughs> I need Bowser to um, cry, sort of, um, dog oh. in a dog-ass fashion, <laughs> mournfully. Well, he's actually the, like very happy right now. <laughs> I guess oh, no. we're sad. He hated this. <laughs> yeah, he hated. And he Suspiria. hates Guadagnino. He did not want a, a remake. Uh, not a remake. He did not want a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! So, Ellen, you lacrimarum. Yes. I am she. What's what? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Suspiriorum is just really, I am she. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've combined both of the mothers. Um, what if the other two mothers did just look like stereotypical Wicked Witch of the West style <laughs> things? Well, I I have actually not watched Inferno or um, Mother I have, of Tears. but I cannot. The, the thing about Argento is like, the theme he's, gets he's so, Italian. Like, <laughs> he's Italian and therefore mad. Um, <laughs> Guadag- it's, this is all Italian. Guadagnino is Italian as well, I think. And it then me. American. And then get, Ellen Graham reviewing it. You get an Italian ah. in to talk Italian directors. I appreciate Fuck it. Yeah. What's one thing about Suspiria 2018 that made you want to die? By which I mean, why this? Suspiria. Um, I, yeah, Suspiria. so I saw, I think I saw Suspiria twice in hmm. cinemas. Oh, um, me too. Yeah, I saw it with one friend who hated it and one friend who really oh, loved it. Oh, wow. Yeah, and one friend who really loved it. Um, That's amazing. Which was a really interesting experience. It was very polarizing. <laughs> um, mm. And I think I've just, with every watch, I've only kind of loved it more. Um, yeah. Like, I think when I first watched it, I, I was really absorbed by just how visceral everything mm. is and just the, you know... As someone who's studied acting and has gone through, like, that kind of fanatic adherence yeah. to a strict hierarchy within an artistic space where it yeah. does it does breed fanaticism. It does breed just black mm. and white thinking of following following orders um, uh, yeah. and deifying your leaders. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, you know, similar to like Black Swan, that is always going to scratch a nice yeah. itch for me, horror wise. 
Um, mm. And as well, the choreography and just how, yeah, I mean, everyone talks about the 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 bone breaking dance scenes, oh but as well when they dance the the final piece, Volk, I was just yes. absorbed. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and I think there was something so fantastic about the way they translated movement into wi- mm. witchcraft. The idea that yes, you know, I love that. yeah, that uh, and and studying a little bit of. Um, Feldenkrais uh, in acting school, which is essentially like a movement theory. Mm. Uh, we had to like dictate sometimes movements and, and we would do these weird exercises of inhabiting like different strengths, different levels, different weights, different energies. And it does yeah. feel very witch-like, trance-like. Uh, and mm. I just, yeah, I was magnetized by that. And I think the, the more I've watched it, the more I've really appreciated as well the overall setting, just how yes. oppressive the memory of World War II uh, mm. pervades everything and, and how how dense this movie is. Um, it's like a delicious yeah. German cake. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. It's, very, it's very full on. A, a, a German cake as made by Italians. Oh mate, <laughs> um, spite- spitefully, I would assume. <laughs> uh, they think they're so oh, much better than us. <laughs> nah. Chop, chop, chop. Just because their dictator lasted like a week longer than ours. <laughs> <laughs> Lee. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, I just yeah, I, I yeah, I really mm. love Suspiria 2018. So this was just a Fantastic. nice little treat for me. <laughs> Yeah, it is. I I saw it at, at the London Film Festival in 2018. I think it was its UK premiere. Might have been the European premiere or something. But it was. I saw it there um, very early in the morning. Actually, I think I missed out on the gala uh, screening the night before and went to the sort of matinee thing at like 10 o'clock on a Wednesday with Katie. And we both really enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed it more than Katie did. And then yeah, I saw it again in cinemas and. Just, yeah, ever since it has reserved this special place. But we shall talk more about that in a moment. First of all, let's have a little rundown of how most of Suspiria goes. We'll cut off at a certain point, as we usually do with our Defense of episodes. All right. And discover the ending for themselves, because, oh boy, what an ending. Yeah. So. I also made no plot notes, so this is just me going off memory. Oh, excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's 1977. Star Wars came out this year, as did Suspiria. The first one. So everyone's very emotional. <laughs> and we start with angry Germans, you know, standard. And Kickass is going to see her therapist, uh, Tilda Swinton. <laughs> Aw, spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Nah, spoilers t- for the um, the press. So team it's, it's, it's old man Tilda Swinton who talks yes. like this. <laughs> These mothers, yeah, they could be cold names for... Founding members with metaphoric histories, I don't know. But I do know you are living with dangerous people. Yes, Tilda Tilda Swinton won, as I shall call her, for no re- particular reason. Ah. Uh, call him, I should say. Um, yes, but uh, Kick-Ass is mad because the witches are going to keep Tilda Swinton too alive by putting her inside of her. But if she leaves, they'll pick another girl. I forgot how early this all gets laid out. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's not really a a, a mystery. <laughs> not really. <laughs> here's what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like an old old mafia fixer. All right, here's what's going to happen. I'll tell you what. Um Oh, and Tilda Swinton too is not someone you necessarily want possessing you incidentally, as you'll find out uh, later on. Yes. I, this yeah. is going to get very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Tilda Swinton too, oh. by the way, is uh, called Mother Marcos. Oh yeah, Helena Marcos. Marcos, and we can distrust Marcos. her because she's Greek. <laughs> yeah, come on now, we're gonna go full, fully into our European prejudices here. That's right. Um, <laughs> I'm an Italian. I know. can make this joke. Uh, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> something. But don't stinky. worry, we're gonna keep. We're gonna narrow our um, prejudices down to just Europe. So in the depressing bit of America, which is most of it. Uh, you know, the bit they keep in the middle between the two nice cities. There's oh, yeah. an opening credit sequence being had. And uh, Susie, is Dakota Johnson, is leaving home because it sucks there really bad. Sure does. Uh, Won't even butter your bread. <laughs> you can't, there's nothing to butter your bread with. And uh, the bread <laughs> itself is actually just a starving dog you've got with you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bad place and a bad time. And so she decides that very much like David Bowie, she wants to say, let's dance. And that Berlin in the 70s is the place to do that. Sure is. <laughs> yeah. Lovely picturesque Berlin. P- uh, pictures can be depressing. Yeah. Brugal. And a lot of pictures of Berlin, I would say, are, are quite <laughs> depressing, grey, marked by war and conflict. <laughs> In a turmoil. Yeah. And divided. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she arrives at Helena Marcus's uh, school of dance, modern dance, that is. Yes. Uh, which is, yeah, very close to the Berlin Wall. You get it's what it's just there to taunt all of the East Berliners with their beautiful movements. <laughs> it's the freedoms you're missing. That's right. Yeah. No, they play that boombox out the window with that creepy piano tune. Like, oh, it sounds great over there. Ah, oh, yeah, it doesn't sound ominous and uh, spooky at all. <laughs> I'm gonna tunnel again, Barry. <laughs> Why is Barry in East East Germany? Oh no! I just want to see some modern dance. <laughs> Please, God. <laughs> I'll tell you who else wants to see some dancing is the judges because Susie's not in yet. She's got to impress everyone. That's right. And she right. does so with the best fucking editing anyone's ever seen. Yeah. I... I know that Dakota Johnson learned uh, she did two years of ballet for this role. Yeah, she so some of the, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, some of the dancing is her, but yeah. <laughs> oh man, at that speed, it's very good stuff. <laughs> oh, it's so it's so good that she attracts the attention of Tilda Swinton three from the next room. Yay, uh, Madame, Madame Blanc, Blanc, if you're keeping score. That's right, Blanc, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> no relation to Daniel Craig. <laughs> <laughs> to avoid confusion, it's Tilda Swinton 1, 2, and 3. Yes, that's that's going to be much less confusing. <laughs> yes, Tilda Swinton oh, 3 in her beautiful flowing robes, who is the oh. the uh, dance director. Uh, not the head yes. of the company, but like, yeah, she's the main oh, yes. artistic director, I, I think you could say. Yes, yeah, some various intimidating looking ladies. Um, Boy, you know, would I! Looking ladies, <laughs> Mia Goff is here Yay! with her accent. <laughs> Hello, hi. I'm sorry I'm late. Hey. It's rain. Whenever it rains in Berlin, everyone jumps in a cab, and like an idiot, I just let ours go. Hi, I'm Sarah. We're gonna have to take our chances on the street. Is she American? She what? What, what is she? I don't know. Her accent was very. Um, what's her name from Don't Look Now? Um, what? Oh huh? God. Oh, God, I'm trying to remember two things at once. Oh, no. That's all. Who was the lady in Don't Look Now? I don't know. Damn it. <laughs> I did One watch it. One of my favourite horror movies. Julie Christie. She's going very Julie Christie with the accent. Oh. 
Um, and then is she actually English? Hang on. Mia Farrow? I'm looking up Farrow, right? Mia Farrow? No. Mia Farrow. <laughs> Goth. Mia Farrow? Goth. Oh, right. Yes, <laughs> Why English. He... So I think she's just gone for super English. Yeah. Yeah. I knew she was English. I've seen her speak live at that disastrous interview about high life. Oh, yeah. Well, there's just a lot anyway. of there's a lot of accents and a lot of you know um, German going on, but because it's a, a essentially a dance <laughs> Very com- confusing. Well, yeah, b- because it's a dance company as well. There is lots of French too, so it's like oh yeah, yeah, just to mix it up. Yeah. So exactly. yeah, well, we don't want things to get confusing. Anyway, meanwhile, with the witches, <laughs> they're having a moody election to decide if it should be Tilda Swinton two or three who wins. Uh, One didn't run. That's two right. wins. So. <laughs> Carry on, three tards. There we go. Yeah. So we got. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a little little vote. There's like a divide within the the witches' coven. Yes, there's a divide between nice Tilda Swinton and evil Tilda Swinton. Yeah, the Markites and the Blonkites, or whatever they. I call don't know. Them. I just feel like evil Tilda Swinton has some points that good Tilda Swinton isn't addressing. Oh yeah. The, what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The you know, just stuff. I've not looked into it. I just get a good vibe <laughs> off of it. Uh, yeah, we have that inner inner divide. Yeah. So older man Tilda Swinton Wong goes for a walk to his depressing old home to remember his wife who disappeared in the Holocaust. It's nice to have hobbies. Yeah. Keep yourself busy. Yeah. It's a, it's a very sad subplot, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to happen now and then. Old man Tilda Swinton has to go and <laughs> remember his yeah, missing go wife. Yeah, go to his country house in the hope that yeah. maybe she'll return. You never know. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Ugh. A bit of levity. Well, am I right? <laughs> well, let's get back to the witch dance school where everyone gets a kiss from Tilda 3, the nice one. Boy, no. would I. I hear you also get that. You also get that at the Royal Ballet School in London, I think. Oh, Tilda Swinton nice. just kisses you hello each morning. <laughs> they, and then she goes off and does other stuff. They fly Tilda in every morning. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, would I. Sorry, I'm late, miss. Did I miss? She waited for you. Oh. <laughs> Merci. <laughs> Merci, Madame Swinton. <laughs> she doesn't speak French and she really hates it when people speak French. <laughs> so she just. Oh, fuck. She hated this movie saw... then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Tilda Swinton three steps in front of the class and it's like, oh, by the way, Olga's the one who's going to get possessed by the old witch now. Everyone cool with that? Yeah, sure. I'm not. Anyway, let's start. <laughs> But yeah, Olga's not happy with it, so she tries to storm off. Uh, Tilda 3 does try to calm her down. Well, yeah. Patricia is gone, Olga. We don't know where. If she's gone into hiding, she wouldn't have told us, would she? She would have told someone. We know that she had dealings with people who are interested in targets. And we know there was another bomb in Kreuzberg last night. She wouldn't do that. She wanted to live her beliefs. Who doesn't admire that? And there's so much to change in the world. If she wants to live in a cellar filling bottles with petrol, that's her choice. And who won't be heartbroken if she's shot by police? <laughs> you you believe everything. So what if Chloe Grace Moretz ran off and probably got shot by the police? Probably, I bet I heard. Isn't that beautiful in its own way? But... Somehow that doesn't reassure her, so she gets horrifically danced to death. <laughs> she does, yeah. Instead, uh, Susie steps up to to dance the protagonist, who also has no formal training, and 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 Susie says, "I can I can dance this role of the protagonist. I have no formal dance training, but I have seen it performed live three times, and I've watched it a bunch at the library." Um, yeah. 
Yeah, and she she does <laughs> she can do it. Um, and yeah, yeah it's Tilda Swinton three imbues her with some sort of magical pressure point energy. That means that when she dances, that energy is then yeah. uh, unfortunately used to um, twist and contort poor Olga. <laughs> Whoops, poor Olga. <laughs> yeah, which uh, I would like to point out. Oh, I out. forgot to disconnect. I dis- forgot to disconnect Olga from the Wi-Fi before we started with the new device. Oh Whoops. no! <laughs> oh no! Ah, <laughs> oh, but don't worry though, because there are some policemen here, and they'll sort this out. Thank goodness. So, <laughs> thank goodness. Uh, so four minutes later, they're unconscious and having their cocks poked with hooks. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we should be funding this. <laughs> maybe we can carry on. What, funding the police or funding the dance academy? <laughs> maybe both. I feel like both interaction here is uh, dependent on good funding. Value oh. add. <laughs> it's a value add for society. Ah, <laughs> yeah. um, oh, but it's okay. We don't need the police because Detective Miyakov is on the case. Oh, that's right. The, yes. Uh, yeah. And she's got the accent for it. Hello, hello. What's going on here then? Because <laughs> well, she's looking for her friend, Chloe Moritz Grace, um, who she was she was very close with. Yeah. Um, and, and she just... She thinks probably didn't get shot by the police or just run off and disappear. Yeah. Although she was very in- involved in the RAF, the sort of revolutionary wing of the Baden-Meinhof complex thing i don't think the brother meinhof complex needed a revolutionary wing i don't know quite what the uh... yeah it's pretty revolutionary <laughs> on its on its own it's an ongoing thing which which adds this this <laughs> element of you know the the coven yeah. being able to operate in in more insidious ways mm. because there's just a lot of turmoil there's a lot of people missing there's there's... so much turmoil yeah. and a lot of abuse of power yeah and there's a metaphor there's for something well. <laughs> it's, a me- it's all a metaphor for everything else and <laughs> Yeah, they find out that uh, Kickass's file, Chloe Grace's file, is missing. Suspicious, mm. suspicious. Oh, and then Dakota Johnson, Johnson winks at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> roll credits. End of the movie. <laughs> uh, so is Olga's oh, file as great. well. Um, oh yeah, yeah. The the team already. They're very efficient. Yeah, the the coven's saying that obviously Olga has quit. She's run out. Um, yeah, and. We're very strict GDR, GDPR policies here in um, in Germany. We have to get rid of files as soon as we no longer have reason to keep them. Absolutely. <laughs> Data protection is very important to us. Witches. Witches. Uh, I mean, dance school. <laughs> dance school people. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's, yeah, that. Yeah, you said it. So, anyway. <laughs> speaking, speaking of witches, they all have a big meetup. Hey, what if Tilda 2 isn't really one of the three mothers that we all worship and are trying to transfer her spirit into a new body for? And what if doing so into Susie uh, might fuck up and kill her again? Oh, all right, fine. Well, I'll keep sending her our weird vision dreams and uh, make her practice this ritualistic dance to help prepare her body for possession. Oh, we also need a witness. Oh, okay. Well, Tilda 1's been poking around, so we'll probably just manipulate them. I'll conjure his missing wife and lure him here. Oh, cool. Wow, this is really frank. <laughs> <laughs> What do you expect from a bunch of Germans? <laughs> wah, 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 oh, wah. they're so efficient. They're so frank, <laughs> eh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So frankfurter. <laughs> yeah, there's this dispute about whether uh, Tilda 2 is is the yeah. embodiment of this great power, this like archetypal. Yeah, Mother Suspirium. Yeah, there's, there's like these three. Or Suspiriorium. Yeah, there's three mothers that kind of predate yes. other religion, you know, these three. Not crones, but 
essentially you have your your yeah. your in goddess in triplicate kind of uh, thing. Yeah, sort of answer to the Holy Trinity kind of. Kind yeah, of um, which which yeah. pops up a lot of in in different faiths, but yeah, there's this yeah. dispute whether Mother Marcos is this kind of embodiment, but also whether the yeah. ritual needs to change, whether it's about the person yeah. being possessed or whether it's about the ritual itself yeah it's just a lot of division amongst these yeah the pervading the, the prevailing line is that the uh, person the soul gets transported into needs to be willing and that um chloe grace moretz probably wasn't too willing seeing she kept running away that's a good sign yeah <laughs> i mean it's, <laughs> it's not... a sign that she's not quite up to it yeah yeah uh, whereas uh uh dakota johnson is is taken to uh, all of this these she's visions and stuff like a fish to water. <laughs> yeah, oh, she loves it. She loves all this stuff. Suddenly she can speak French and jump really high. Oh it's yeah, great. they steal they steal someone's uh, uh, jumps and they give it to Dakota <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> they I, stole my jumps. Well, I felt really bad about that other girl. Now my hoops are going to be really basic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get teased oh. at the basketball court. <laughs> <laughs> My mother's going to get so disrespected. <laughs> uh, there's nothing I can do about it now. Yeah. It's a terrible day for that chick. Anyway. Yeah. Tilda Wong goes to the police, but they're all rubbish. As rubbish as their penises are. How do you know that? I mean, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was more, it was less about the actual penis and more than the fact that they could <laughs> just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they could just do it. They could just poke it with a steel rod. <laughs> it's all right kind of penis. Yeah, well, you know, a middle-aged, it's very, larger it's, man to have. It's very cold in Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cold all over Berlin. Is what the uh, weirdly that performer wanted to, uh, to list at the beginning of the credits, but uh, <laughs> Luca Guadagnino decided it would be inappropriate. So, yes, it's it's back to Detective Miagoff. Um and he, yeah, um, what? Oh, that's it. Uh, Tilda One takes her to uh, takes her for some strudel and tells her that the dance company is evil. Do you mean like properly, literally evil? No, don't be absurd. But maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Typical woman. I don't mean actually evil. I just mean they're kind of bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, bad in the in the same way. He he seemed to in the the Tilda Swinton one. Old man Tilda is uh, is a psychiatrist. <laughs> old man Tilda. Uh, old man Tilda is a psychiatrist <laughs> and is seeming to imply that. You know, esoteric symbols, mass delusion, and mass delusion is yeah. is similar to mm. how we see people rise in power, and you know something. Oh yeah, total Nazis. Yeah, something that he has seen with the with the Nazi party. Yeah. So yeah, he's he didn't do enough about at the time. Yeah, he didn't get his wife out in time. Exactly. In spite of her concerns, it's gaslighting, and none of you should stand for it. Exactly. We only support girl bossing in this film. <laughs> <laughs> So, most girl bossing. Yeah. So, speaking of which, let's have breakfast with the witches. Nah. So, how are we getting on possessing this girl? Well, how come it didn't work last time? Well, she was unwilling. That's why we're grooming Susie. Oh yeah. It's good to repeat it though, so that everybody's on the same page. Don't you think so, Susan? No. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. One of the witches uh, stabs herself in the neck. Um, yeah, that's pretty gross. Yeah, I've I've <laughs> I've seen different accounts of like why this might be. Yes, me too. Um, yeah, but I think it just overall adds to the fact that this tension within the coven, um, yeah. this uncertainty, is is reaching a kind of fulcrum, and yeah, absolutely. And not only that, there is something unusual about Susie. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, she's kind of odd. I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, too. her being an, an immediate kind of prodigy and just, again, taking to um, being groomed by this coven so yeah, she's good. <laughs> easily. <laughs> I mean, I came here to groom you, but you're taking to it so well. It's kind of <laughs> freaking me out. It is a little bit. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I need you to... I don't want you to do all of the work for me. <laughs> Takes the sport out of it. Yeah. And also we see that, that Tilda 3 has has grown very fond of, of Susie. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, mm. do 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 <laughs> Get under my way. Oh, sorry. That's more right. There, yeah, do, that's do, more do, like it. do do do, do. <laughs> So, well, speaking of exposition, um, Tilda One meets with uh, Detective Goff. And every time I say that, I imagine her in like a deer stalker and a little eye thing. Oh, and, she's um, good with that. He tells her that there are three mothers and Tilda Two claims to be one, but not, might not be because Tilda Three doesn't buy it. Also, the witches are like Nazis. I hope you're taking notes on this because <laughs> we're only going to cover it. We're only going to cover it once more. He's opening like <laughs> the, the diary that he's pulling the information from and just has theme <laughs> Theme circled like a t- t- twenty <laughs> times. <laughs> Relevant question mark. So maybe she says. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna go perform the big dance we've got going on. So you can come and meet me after that, and we'll discuss what I found out by poking around the creepy witch basement on my own. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Hell well, yeah. good luck with the dance. You know, break a leg. <laughs> and uh... <laughs> oh, that's cruel. That's cruel and unusual, <laughs> dude. Even she says, dude. <laughs> I read the script. I know what's happening. You don't need to be a dick about it. <laughs> yeah, she's going to go poking in a witch hole, which sounds uh, more suggestive yeah. than I meant it to mean. <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, it's time for the big dance finale. And as Kevin Bacon and Patrick Swayze both prepare themselves and squeeze into their lycra, <laughs> we shall leave our plot run down there. Ooh, but just know, guys, Ooh. it gets freaky <laughs> it gets pretty freaky yes. in that final t- half hour it sure does There's a lot of fun stuff yeah and, and it's just about at that point that my flatmates uh, came home and watched the rest with me yay no one watched it with me as i desperately tried to fill them in on context as heads started exploding <laughs> oh god that's the worst time to come in to that film and <laughs> Oh, oh Jesus! Oh, Jesus Christ! It just reminds me when I was trying to watch Twin Peaks: The Return, and my mum mm. kept coming in and going, "Oh no! Oh, what are you watching?" And I'd just go, "Oh, oh t- yeah. Twin Peaks: The Return," was... and she'd go, "Oh, I'll, I'll watch it with you." And I'm like, "No, I'm, I'm, I'm halfway <laughs> through like episode three, and she's like, "That's okay," and I'm like, "Oh, it's not." I, I'm I'm halfway through episode three, and I'm not caught up on half being halfway through on episode three. So, uh, mate. it was just very <laughs> annoying to have like the the finale of Twin Peaks: The Return, which was like a very like. <laughs> You know, very like weird and dreamlike yeah. and, and just shattering kind of oh, feeling. Man. And my yeah, mum just turns. Final sequence. Yeah. And my mum just turns to me with like a second after it's finished and goes, Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, my mum watched all 18 episodes <laughs> of that show and I'm, a hun- I'm 90% sure she also said that when it ended. <laughs> Twin Peaks The Return. Maybe for mums. Is that it? But probably not. <laughs> Twin Peaks: The Return is that it? Is that it? <laughs> to, be, to be to be clear, I fucking love the way that show ended. It was so scary. Oh, it was perfect. Yeah. It, oh man. Uh, am I still mad that David Lynch made me sit through three minutes of a, someone sweeping a broom? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. But you know, he gave me some. I good love him all the more for it. <laughs> that definitely that scene was only on my TV. It's just a big prank. <laughs> this is the cinematic equivalent of having a sort of subdom relationship with David Lynch. For me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll watch for three minutes of this. You're now gonna, call you're gonna yourself me... a dirty little girl. <laughs> Okay, after which you'll get me you'll let me spend some time with Dale Cooper. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> no, do it anyway. Okay. That's what I deserve. God, I love that man. Oh, yeah, he's great. Upsetting man. Suspiria. Yep. Or as I like to say, Suspiria. Suspiria. <laughs> yeah, that 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 little exchange just there, which was used in the trailers, I think. The mother of, and then the other two. I can't. Darkness. La cr- uh, uh, cr- uh, tears. It's tears. The it's of darkness. So- tears. Yeah. Tenebrae is, te- is darkness. Yeah. Lacrimarum is tears. Yeah. And then just um, Suspiria's mm. size, but just out of size. Yeah. Patrizio wrote about three mothers lost in time, predating all Christian invention, pre-God, pre-devil. Mother Tenebrarum, Mother Lacrimarum, and Mother Suspiriorum. Darkness, tears, and sighs. Yeah, they are oh, so such cool. Yeah, I've uh, I've since I realised that those actual mothers are um, based mm. on a poem. Yes, yeah. yes, that his wife. Uh, that Argento's wife got him to read. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, yeah. it's a very cool concept. I, I like it a lot. It really is. And I wish that the three, the whole trilogy worked better, but the last one was made well after Argento stopped making good movies, oh. um, which was about 1990, to be fair. It was about 30 years ago. Oh. Um, but the Tenebrae is good. Tenebrae, the only, one of the main enduring things of Tenebrae, I remember, is that there's a sequence where a woman has to get swarmed with cats. Oh. And there's a frame where you can very clearly see the arm of like the guy who had to chuck cats at the actor. <laughs> you just see it. Wait, in is frame. that Inferno? Yeah, Inferno. Okay, yep, yep, oh, yep. oh, hang on, yes. Because there's yeah, yes, it is. Suspiria, there's a tenebrae, but it's unrelated. Oh. Yeah. What the hell, man? Yeah, very confusing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like the third part of the trilogy is like Mother of Tears, and it came out in like 2006. The loosest very... of trilogies. <laughs> yeah, very loose trilogy. <laughs> Anywho, so yes, I saw this movie and I was first drawn to the style and form of the film because it is really one of the most gorgeous and beautifully made horror movies, but just general movies. You know, the the muted colours, which are just utterly unique and captivating, sort of autumnal colour palette is gorgeous. Yes. The deep browns and beiges and, you know, then as red becomes a more profound colour as we go through, more profondo rosso as we get to the end, it's just, oh, there's so many unforgettable shot compositions and framings you know the dance sequences yeah. and the, the death sequences and the, vo- the editing and sound design is just one of a kind the choreography as well of uh, of volk yeah. um and and the final yep. there is a there is a final yeah. dance piece as well it is captivating yes. i looked up uh, yeah. yeah that choreographer because he yes it's based I on a his name. Uh, i want to say it's daniel something but i can't remember mm. but he he, it's a version of this choreography that he made that was essentially about like yes, the three inspired fates by or the three. Oh, really? Oh, okay. That's what I read because it was like a circular thing that he was inspired by yeah. Suspiria and then does. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, but his his yeah. 
um, yeah, the choreography and the dancers, just mm. it's so beautiful. It is so yeah. powerful and it m- totally makes you understand how, you know, with with all movement, it is just energy through space yeah. and how this could translate into this this sort of yeah. witchcraft. Because it's the same when you watch like, when you watch dance, it, it, even something like ballet, which is, you know, quite formal, mm. um, you're just yeah. watching these amazing feats of, of prowess and this control. And it is just yeah. like, yeah, it's just, it is magic. It's, it's propelling bodies it through air and, mm. and yeah. you know, dissecting the space with your own being. And it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. The, the dance in this movie just really sets my heart yeah. on fire <laughs> in a good way. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of my quick fires pertain to the dancing. There's just a lot of really great sort of individual moments and sequences that are really good. And it's so cool that the dancing is made essential to the story in this version because there's a ballet school in the um, the, the original film. And we'll talk more about the original film in our Patreon episode this week. Um but it's it's really cool that in this movie the dancing is part of the ritual and is part of their power and is the way in which they're able to sort of perform their power in public without raising suspicion. Mm. I mean, that's a really neat way of including the concept, you know, marrying the two concepts together. Um, yeah, and it's just, it's really seamless the way it disorientates you and abstracts frightening imagery and ideas. It's really unsettling. Mm. Um, and I love the way that violence is portrayed because I think Guadagnino has and i'll talk more about this about this in a moment in his portrayals of violence he has a really interesting way of disrupting the audience's expectation of it Mm. because we've all seen violence we've all seen horrible things happen but guadagnino disrupts the sort of typical way in which that happens um in order to make it newly and refreshingly upsetting and he does that by making it really blunt like matter of fact or you know just very uh, intimate and close Mm. It's just that there's something about the way in which he makes violence happen that really makes it feel visceral. And the sound design as well is yeah. just horrific. There's also there's less of a reprieve from his violence mm. because a lot of the the violence that happens, the the people still breathe afterwards. They still live. Yes. And it's like that's You get to see the aftermath of it. Yeah, which is so much worse, you know. I think with yeah. with a lot of those um you know, with a lot of kills or or violence mm. in movies, especially in horror movies, there's the idea that it's like, yeah. you know, it's the fear, it's the shock, it's the hoping, you know, the brief hope that maybe they might make it. But then the yeah. actual kill sometimes does give you this sense of relief. It's over now. It's done. Yeah. It's finished. The suffering is over. Yeah. Not in Guadagnino. No. Um, <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it, there's a little detail, which I'll get into later in the quick firing, but it's just, oh, it really makes it human. And then we have the thematic concerns of the movie. And this movie has thematic concerns. Theme? Yeah. Um, <laughs> It has themes, um, hysteria and gaslighting as like a theme and also just like a sin to be punished is really great. Like, you know, our main guy, the sweet, lovable uh, old man, Tilda Swinton, is not innocent. He underestimates women and doesn't listen to them. Mm. And that has cost the life of at least two women in his life. Yes. You know. And also it was po- possible that he was involved with the party. <laughs> Well, yeah. You know? Or, I mean, he didn't leave. We don't find out much about why. No. Yeah. And he he yeah. just didn't, didn't, it wasn't concerned about, you know, what the rising Nazi power could, yeah. could do. Um, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's a film about, you know, guilt and, you know, whether yeah. um, 
who should be forgiven and this sense yeah there's a lot of anger in this film um like a lot of mm. anger and resentment i think particularly of like this it's got this younger generation that's kind of um bulking at you know that that the sins of the father should just be forgotten um yeah and that there is this kind of sense of like well you know maybe we can just continue yeah, yeah. we can just continue I- and we can keep the power that we earned and um or earned i say oh, exactly yeah it's because tricky. a lot of people like to see World War II as being the end of the Nazis. But the fact is, removing all something like 800 million members of the Nazi party from Germany would have hollowed out the country. It, I, I've overestimated that number, something like 8 million y- or something. Yeah. I read it earlier today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of members of the Nazi party who just remained in power. And a lot of people in sort of local government levels who just stayed because that was the thing you did. You didn't have enough non-Nazi Germans to replace all of those positions. And so the next generation grows up knowing the horrors of the Holocaust because there was mandatory teaching to kids. Like if you wanted your ration book, you, you know, there were, the Allies would make you watch like a video of, you know, I don't know, Alan Renee's um, video of the concentration camps uh, in order to get your ration book. So like mm. people knew about the concentration camps. And so a militant kind of uh, left wing movement grows and doesn't want to go back to things and so you know there's terrorist incidents and murders and all the rest of it and yeah it's a country turned in on it itself and the theme of forgiveness of how to move forward but also of powers structures that can be corrupted because mm. it's all about authority in this movie and what's really interesting on an intimate level is the abuse of love and sort of feminine bonds yes. and the potential corruption of an organization that ostensibly rose to address injustice or to protect each other and how that kind of thing can turn toxic is really interesting. Yeah, there's a few interesting like, um, you know, tips of the hat to that thing, about talking about mm. how Madame Blanc led the, the dance company through the war. Um, yeah. And that, that was a time where strict ideas about women was to sit down, shut up and make babies. Yeah. Um, and, we, yeah. and we have Mia Goth, you know, kind of espouse this, you know, very bright eyed. And, yeah, yeah. and she talks about Madame Blanc, you know, her 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 attention is as addictive um, mm. that she as well. Like, yeah, the, the, the sense in, in this film or the thematic thing of abandoning mothers or false mothers that false that, mothers, yeah, exactly. that false mothers will, will greet you and try and, you know, suffocate you with this false love. Um, yeah. You know, Susie having her Amish mother who, who calls yes. her the sin? Who's afraid of her? That's right. The sin that she smears on the world, and um, yeah, you know, abandoning that mother for then Mother Blanc, and then uh, you know, there's there's a lot of themes there about about yeah. you know this kind of unquestioned love, I suppose, for a a mother figure and how the coven, yeah, you know, use that, but then also you know you get the sense that Madame Blanc wants to be that kind of mother figure. But then at the same time yeah. is still grooming young dancers yes. for this ritual, you know. It's it's yeah. an uneasy kind of um, place to be in about bucking change. But then also, you know, the, the company must go on. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And it's... Yeah, as someone who's been big in the disability rights movement, um, I have seen how structures that arise 
in order to challenge injustice and to p- provide a sense of belonging, two people can almost unknowingly become abusive kind of organizations that feed on its young members mm. sort of you know cannibalize the enthusiasm of the young in order to sort of further its own kind of quest for power and influence sometimes for benevolent reasons um but then you know you wonder at what cost it comes mm. you know yeah i you, you see things like this yeah i mean, and especially mm. in the art world like mm. you know there is this sense of family and bond and uh, you know, I, I we we talk about some of our lecturers like gods. You know, especially like our movement. Sure. Our movement teacher reminds me a lot of Madame Blanc, not with like the outright affection, <laughs> but the sense that right. the way she was like, ugh, we we always guessed about her age, but she she had to be past sixty, um, mm. and she had like been teaching at the school since the seventies, um, mm. and like still you know still did all the movement was as lithe as ever and like we would just talk about her as if she was like some some strange shadow creature the way mm. she could just like appear in a room and you're like oh, oh. um you yeah. know there's that and and I remember a teacher telling us like you know sometimes for a role you have to be a bit crazy like not in terms of like not in terms of like your own mental health but you do have to yeah. do things that isolate you from the world like you know yeah. He was saying it for a role, sometimes you just have to like spend two weeks not going out, not seeing your friends, just, yeah. just putting your head down and doing the work. Like you have to be a bit of a hermit about it um, mm. and, and increasing this sense of fanaticism of, we see it in the film, you have to be devoted. If you're not yeah. devoted to this, then you're you're not cut out for it. And and the ones who do yeah. leave, they go, well, that's what happens, you know. Yeah, that, yeah. They, they, haven't got, they haven't got the right stuff. They're not strong enough. Um, yeah. And, yeah, that, that happened a lot when I was in acting school. It was that thing of, like, <laughs> well, you know, those who can't hack it, get out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and these, these, this particular coven are just not going to let people walk away you know yes. they're going to squeeze everything they can get out of the centers you know and yeah yeah it's very it's really sinister and yeah very frightening and also feels very well thought out and sort of thematically rich and i think what's most exciting about it is that it almost intentionally takes everything that people loved about suspiria and either puts it aside or puts a twist on it. Mm. You know, we're going to lose the bright color palette. We're going to lose the very jazzy kind of upbeat but weird soundtrack from Goblin and replace it with this sort of very um, melancholic uh, soundtrack and a muted uh, color palette. And then the famous murder sequences, which are very Jallo-esque, we're going to turn into these grotesque kind of body horror moments um, Mm. that are much more supernatural in their feel. And then the sort of weakness of the original Suspiria, which is the kind of rushed over premise and sort of unexplored um, sort of mechanics of the school, we're going to try and make a virtue of that Mm. and actually make the movie about that, which I think for the most part works. The only downside for me is there is a fair amount of exposition, as I've alluded to in the plot rundown. I'd have loved more of this to be a bit more abstract or or ambiguous or just implied. Um... But the nature of the coven, its structure, the power struggle and the ritual with Susie and what they expect to get from it is all explained several times, in fact, Mm. which 
I know was a big draw for the screenwriter, um, David, and I meant to look up how to pronounce his surname, <laughs> uh, Kajginich. Kajginich, I'm going to say. Um, a regular um, collaborator with um, Guadagnino, uh, and who, by his own admission, doesn't like the original Suspiria, nor horror movies in general, really, <laughs> but was drawn to the idea of ex- exploring this coven and how its power structure worked. Uh... And I feel like... Yeah, I feel. Yeah, I feel like I would have liked to have seen a bit more of that scaled back, and it only really comes down to two sequences. Um, I like the election; that's ambiguous because all you're seeing is a pan around the kitchen and people saying either Marcus or Blanc. Mm. Kill Blanc, Judith, Marcos, Uta, Blanc, mm-hmm. Milius, Marcus, Martinci, Marcus, Hula, Marcos, Mauricio. It's kind of mysterious, you don't quite know what it's about. But then the sequence where they're sitting at the breakfast table explaining the ritual, we could probably either lose that or have them talking more specifically about the dance. You know, do you think Susie's ready to take this role kind of thing? Mm. And then, you know, with the benefit of retrospect, you can realize they're actually talking about her stepping into the sacrificial role. Mm. Um, and then the conversation where Tilda Swinton is reading a newspaper and one of the other teachers comes over and asks her about how the ritual might preparate. And she says something like, I will continue to send her, send her our dreams that I might lose. Or yeah. again, have it phrased a bit more ambigu- ambiguously. But aside from that, I did, I, I've written here, it'd be nice to get more development of Susie and Mia Goff, but actually I did, I bought into them as their own people with their own concerns and as friends. And I, I really do like Klemperer's story, you know, when he's not delivering exposition, he's just so haunted by the loss of his wife and mm. so powerlessly afraid of the youth uh, who are going to be consumed by the school, but so set in his habit of underestimating women that he can't break that loop of suffering. And he's just like this powerless witness to mm. the whole thing. He just sits back and fails to understand yeah. you know, his part in it all. He's just a very poignant kind of figure. Yeah. And I think <laughs> I think Tilda Swinton does a great job at, at playing him so. as well. Um, yeah, I, I, I love the voice. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's kind of why me and my friend always like say Suspiria, um, yeah, or Sarah, Sarah. Yeah, Sarah. <laughs> I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> um, it's interesting. Yeah, how you talk about the exposition. I, yeah, mm. I because I love the film. Mm. I don't know if. You know, I, 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 I'm I finding it hard to fault because, like, as it is, yeah. I quite like the exposition. But that's not to say okay. if it wasn't there, I wouldn't like it. You know what I mean? It's it's one of those... If you'd miss it. Yeah, yeah. it's one of those weird things where because I'm, I'm invested and I really like the frankness of the mm, witches dis- discussing how they do the thing. It just... Mm. And it was kind of a joy to see the internal structure of this company... Uh, not just as mm. a dance company, but as the coven, how it kind of runs in tandem, but clearly there is room where, cl- uh, maybe not clearly, but Madame Blanc has aspiration, more aspirations of art. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, some of the witches are probably just in it for power. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I guess it, it bucks the trend of the original Suspiria, which is like, you know, where you, yeah. you, you're kind of left in the dark for a, a very, very long time. This, we see mm. the internal structure. We know that it's 
we know the the machinations are, are going yeah are, are going um and for me i i guess i always feel it it's that hitchcock thing of the bomb under the table of just like oh yeah, my yeah that's true God. <laughs> it's getting <laughs> yes, that's intense. a good point because yeah, you know that the horrible thing is coming to Susie. I, I get what you mean. It's like, yeah, more ambiguous yeah. language because it's just like, would the witches talk that way? You know, yeah. it, it kind of sounds like they're they're having to let us in on the secret as opposed to they might talk, mm. you know, about the the ritual or whatever. Yeah. But I guess it's the thing of these characters in the world don't know what they're <laughs> no, like they have no reason to hide what they're saying, but they also have no reason to explain themselves to others. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, well, nevertheless, yeah. I think this is extraordinary. I think there's real magic in the frames here, and something inexplicable and just completely possessing that has made me come back to it several times since first seeing it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, and I think it's entirely its own thing, and, and yeah, just a really, really good film. With that in mind, I think we should probably quickfire about it. Cool. <laughs> Neat. I like it. <laughs> I don't know that I have any. Yeah. Um. I've grouped mine together, so hopefully it okay, should be. Okay. Well, I uh... didn't take quick fire notes, so. Um, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> I I I have said I love the way they talk about dance, um, especially yeah. the scene where uh, Tilda Swinton takes Dakota Johnson to to work on her jumps. When you jump, it's not the height, but the space beneath you that matters. Every leap into the air must be a coup de foudre. I don't understand. A strike of lightning. A bolt of love, in fact. That's beautiful. There are two things that dance can never be again. Beautiful and cheerful. Today, we need to break the nose of every beautiful thing. You know, any any conversation that especially those two have about mm. how the dance should move, how it should, you know, react. And um, I just, I love it. It's always such evocative terms, um, yeah. but it really does help you create this, um, this bond between the both of them. Uh, yeah. And mm. the, the, the jumping scene in general is just so, so magnetic seeing her just, you know, consistently keep jumping until she finally goes like so high in the air. And I think, yeah, I think, yeah, Susie has the line of sometimes I only need to be told twice after just like a series of higher, 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 yeah. higher. Yeah. And it's just, it's a little <laughs> funny line and you know, it's, it's sweet. Yeah. I like it a lot. Higher, 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 higher. Yeah, that's really good. I I'll put my dancing ones together. Um, the dance audition is just mesmerizing. The sound design is so good. Like when she does her first move and there's just a sort of frah yeah. kind of sound. <laughs> and then like the slams as we cut back to her. And just a <laughs> Yeah. And it's just, it's really, really powerful. And like the spitting with the flittering and the sort of very uh, AZ style synth that comes in is just, that's incredible. Um some of Susie's really precise arm movements in the uh, the dancing to death sequence, I really liked. Like she does these like really small kind of like things, which I found very, yeah, really cool. Mm. Um, I like the fact that the witches open the secret door with a gesture. That's a very cool sort of dance school witch thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, finally, 
like when the jumping is demonstrated, they get Caroline is the name of the That's character. That's right, yeah. To come forth and she just like demonstrates this jumping of just sort of one, two, three, four. Yeah. And it's just like really cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good thing from that performer. Yeah, she was great. Yeah, she was really good. <laughs> and then she gets her jumping stolen from Aww. her. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. She does get a little Aww. hug from Tilda Swinton, which I suppose is... Yeah. Oh, just, I think... Uh, th- I'm, I'm just going to add any scene with Dakota Johnson and Tilda Swinton. They mm. really they yeah. really have I such a magnetic bond. Um, so, yeah. yeah, we have the scenes where they're dan- we're talking about dance, but then there's the scenes... Th- there's the scene where they all go out for dinner, essentially, the night before this ritual. Um, yes. I guess the, the, it's technically the night... F- after their big show so you know it is a big night and they go out to celebrate and everyone's tittering Mm. and i think it's just nice to see like you know yes we know it's some of it is a facsimile but some of it feels real of just like the 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 matrons and the young dancers kind of you know laughing and whatever together yeah it does end up going into a weird place where they're kind of just like (laughs) stroking the younger girls and you're like yeah Um, but the whole scene (laughs) Tilda and Dakota are just staring at each other like neither of them have eaten any food and they are just locked eyes as (laughs) while the 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 room is kind of um erupting in, in laughter and noise and song and yeah it's just it's incredible and then we have tilda and uh dakota in Mm. in tilda visits her for you know in in her in her bedroom and this is i think again before the dance and it's clear that she's worried she doesn't want this terrible thing to happen to Susie. um Mm. uh and yeah it's just it's a really it's a really eerie conversation, but there's such an underlying sweetness between the two of them yeah. that I really just, yeah, I love. When you were dancing, what did it feel like inside you, inside your body? It felt like what I think it must feel like to fuck. You mean to fuck a man? No, I w- was thinking of an animal. <laughs> Maybe I'm That's the one to is. fall for the fa- for the false mother, but damn it, Madam Madam Blanc all the way. <laughs> there is that sinister um, thing in there where you don't quite know what Tilda Swinton's intentions are and how much she's buying into this and how much she doesn't want to be buying into this. So there's, yeah, really good sequences. Um, in terms of the aesthetic, I loved the desaturated palette. I thought it looked great. The yeah, the sheer power of the red when it starts to streak uh, sneak in, especially in like the costumes of the dancing. Um, is really cool. Uh, the way that the farm looked, the city, the school, and the house at the very end that we go back to and end on is really great. Oh yeah, with um, the um, with the heart carved yeah. into the. I know because the way they <laughs> cut to it, it feels like suddenly we've cut to um, "Call Me by Your Name." Like it's suddenly sunny and bright, and it's like this could be ten years later. It could yeah. be, you know, however much later, and it's just yeah, gorgeous. We see a family living there now. So sweet. Yeah. And I love the lettering on the Marcos dance troupe stuff and on the marketing for Suspiria, this sort of disjointed like letters all over the place. Yeah. Like they've just been haphazardly placed onto a pin board kind of thing. I thought that was really cool. Oh, yeah. It does give you the sense that, yeah, your your mind is being altered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, gosh. I mean, like, just... I think I've talked about the dance, so it's it's cheating, but maybe I will say... Mia Goth leaning back 
to the dance. Um, yeah. How she's kind of walking in amongst this like oh, hidden yeah. corridor, and it's all fine. Then we, you know, shot to the dance, shot back to her, and we see these holes have just appeared to form in 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 the ground, like all of these little yes. holes. Those are great. They look great. They do look great, and yeah, it's just such a it's such a sickening thing. And then when she she steps in one and breaks her leg, it's oh oh, it's yeah. visceral. Ugh. But just the way that the you know, all of the, the her, rooms are imbued with something mm. other, with something almost malignant. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, I just remember that effect being really scary, not, not for a, um, a one, two shock or a, yes, her stepping yeah. in and, and breaking the leg is the, it's the relief of that, right? It's the climax, yeah. but just seeing these holes slowly yeah. and quietly form in the space is yeah. really sinister. I, I love that. It really is. And Mia Goff's performance of the leg break is just horrible. Her screaming is really visceral and sort of pitiful in its way of like sobbing and screaming. And it's just... <laughs> Ugh, it really gets me. Um, I'll have the the editing and sound design. I'll sort of lump those together <laughs> because I just love them. Um, there's a scene where Mia Goff is like nodding off and it does like a, ca- a camera tilt and a hard cut when it tilts. That was really good. Um, the quick cutting around the doctor's office at the beginning is really jarring and adds to the sense of paranoia as um, Chloe Grace Moretz is like looking around the room for eyes that they might be watching her through, yeah. which is a very cool little detail. Um, yeah, it's really setting up, without going to the school, it's setting up how powerful and scary these women these women are, yeah. which is really great. And then, oh, a tiny detail I loved. When she's having a flashback to her terrible uh, youth in America, and she's remembering uh, an episode where she had a map of Europe, and she like kept looking at it, the mother comes up and just grabs the, um, the map... All the sound drowns out and you only hear the crumpling sound and then we cut back to the school Mm. and it's, yeah, very powerful. (sighs) The editing was really, it's really great in this film. It it, it just... Adventurous. It's, yeah, I mean, there's a... Experimental. There's a split diopter. There's, um, there's like Mm. a few, I think there's like a crash, crash zoom on Caroline's face when... Yes. When Tilda's when like, Caroline, you know, basically like, <laughs> I'm stealing your jumps. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of those. They're very good. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's really fun and, and it adds to this dreamlike, or not not necessarily dreamlike, but yeah, surreal quality that, that yeah. everything in this film is slightly menacing and sometimes beautiful. Um, yeah, absolutely. But always grotesque. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, I I could just keep talking about shit I like, but like, uh, I like. Yeah. I pretty much. Quick fire. I, cr- I pretty much like everything. So, um, <laughs> put me down for okay. everything. <laughs> One of everything. All right. I'll well, have it that way. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'll talk about dialogue. Some dialogue and performance moments I loved. Um, I'll tell the sword to the saying when she says, um. You know, I don't want to jump. Shouldn't I be, you know, I, I'd rather be down here on the floor. She says, What I really want is to be on on the floor right now anyway. Well, of course. That's because you're mistaking physical weakness with artistic preference. Yes. Fucking burn. I love, I, when, 
before she even like when she first talks back to like no I want to stay down on the ground for this part of the thing I'm yeah. like shut up shut up shut up <laughs> <laughs> um, when she gets told off it's oh but I, yeah. but at the same time I'm like well you know it's it's such the <laughs> rule follower in me I'm like you gotta listen yeah. listen to the actual choreographer of the piece maybe um, she knows what she's up to but um. Oh, and I love also Tilda Swinton's line, two things that dance can never be again, beautiful and or cheerful. Yes, I've to got break the nose of beauty. I've got that so I've got that written down, yeah. That uh, that whole that was from that <laughs> whole conversation of, you know, it should be a bolt of love. Um Yeah. But yeah, and, ah. and talking about especially a dance company that's post World War Two. Yeah. You know, where it can never be placating again. Yeah. Dance can just can't just be, you know, pretty women sort of entertaining the masses and knowing their place yeah. you know dance has to be this you know form of magic that powerful will be the way in which they yeah build their future yeah. yeah gosh any anything tilda swinton does including all the cigarettes oh, she smokes <laughs> yeah most so of these are much, tilda swinton actually yeah, so many so many cigarette <laughs> moments <laughs> cutting to a different tilda um her as old man the exposition on who the three mothers are again i mentioned it earlier i just love how that sounds um, to cut to a different performer for once, Angela Winkler plays Miss Tanner. Oh. And she has a great witch laugh. <laughs> when, um, I think it's when Olga gets... She has a great witch laugh. Oh. I think it's when Olga gets led away. She just kind of has a good cackle. That's right, because like, yeah. Olga screams witches and she just goes... Yeah. yeah she just laughs. I, yeah. I liked Miss Tanner as good. well. Um Yeah. You know, mm. and, and it, it, oh no, we can't. It's spoilers. Um, I think I know what you mean, though. It's very good. Yeah, no. <laughs> when he gets taken, <laughs> potentially, oh, potentially. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my last dialogue and performance moment is Dakota Johnson telling Klemperer what happened to his wife. Slight spoiler, but yeah, heartbreaking. Yes. Yeah. There's some great. There's some great lines in there. All the women who have been your undoing. And yeah, yeah, we need guilt and shame, but not yours. But not yours. There were two women with her. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. I also like, I am she. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, that's very good. Oh, you guys who haven't seen the film don't know what we're talking about, but oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's Fuck such... you, Hilda Marcos. <laughs> it's such a brutal and powerful line. Uh, Yeah, the dance to death is just horrific. <laughs> Uh, and her disorientation and sort of desperateness just before things are about to happen is dreadful. Mm. And then, as we said, after she's a crumpled, horrible mess, you hear her stomach grumbling. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so horrible because that's such a relatable thing. And you can just think, yeah, amidst everything else, if that had happened to you, your stomach would be really upset by the sudden jolting <laughs> movements. And like... It's just, your it sounds silly, but like, it's just, it makes you relate to yeah, it. Your stomach it makes you think would be, about the actual reality. Your stomach would be upset it. from being twisted around several, several yeah, places. It would, it would make like grumbling noises and that makes you think about how that would feel. It's just, oh, Jesus. I, um, I love that going one. In. Yeah. I was just going to say that scene, almost zero CGI. Yeah. 
FYI. Yeah. It's so cool. Oh my God. So cool. It's that performer is yeah. uh, also a contortionist. And so it's it's uh, mainly a mix of her being amazing and prosthesis yeah. for when things are broken. Um, oh and God. I think some CGI for like to add height for when she like is kind of flip flopped oh, yeah. over. Um, but apart oh, from that, man. all her. So like. Yeah. All her. And it looks fabulous. So good. And. Then later on, when they come to get her, the hooks. First of all, the it, well, no, I'll talk about that in a minute. The um, but the hooks going in, the sound of the sort of. It's just really unpleasant, and then the look of it, the way they just sort of cleanly go in. Yeah. And then, yeah, just the quick drag, including the scurry of footsteps, just pulling her away is just horrific. Yeah. It's not great, is it? <laughs> it's really not. And yeah, uh, the, the witch stabbing herself in the neck looked horrible. Again, it's just so plain and just so like straightforward. Mm. It just looks really, it really gets you. And then, yeah, the climax is just chaos. And it's <laughs> gorgeous and intense. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh yeah. We can't talk about it, but it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> so infuriating. Uh, Why haven't you seen Suspiria? <laughs> Why haven't you watched Suspiria? We just want to talk uh, about it with you. Suspiria. Sus mother Suspiriorum. <laughs> uh, do you have any more? Or should we talk about music? Uh, like, yeah. Like I said, I, I pretty much really love everything and yeah, <laughs> fair enough. I, d- I don't want to pinpoint everything all day. I'll probably just butt in when you're about <laughs> to say something. <laughs> all right, well, let's talk about the music, the music because I really, <laughs> I think Tom York gives Johnny Greenwood his old bandmate a run for his money here in terms of soundtracking. It's Ooh. so good. Yeah, it's really soulful. Oh man, the main theme, Suspirium, is gorgeous. The- this is what's thinking. piano work there and his voice is just beautiful so melancholy um i like for something a bit more upbeat has ended is the name of the song that plays during the election that sort of and that's really good hooks is so creepy and unnerving unmade is devastating Unmade. 
when Susie says that she wants to be the company's hands. Oh, really great yes. Piece of music that plays. You're in a company now. You have to find your right place. You have to decide. What is it you want to be for this company? Is it the head? The spine? The sex? The heart? The hands. I want to be this company's hands. And yeah, oh, I just, yeah, I, I, I forgot to pinpoint that, but that's some dialogue I, I really like as well. You know, yeah. What what do you want to be for this company? Do you want to be its head, its heart, its sex? It's sex. Yeah, and she yeah. goes, it's hands. And it's like, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that's what Tilda Swinton says back. That's, that's so, so cool. cool. Oh, that's a good line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I really love as well that the while the, the ending violence is so chaotic, mm. um, the score is so <laughs> somber and... Um, yeah, beautiful. It's a, it's a nice little juxtaposition. Um, yeah, that makes you feel like Absolutely. this this violence is 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 almost right. <laughs> it's almost it's almost <laughs> yeah. righteous. It's it's correct. It's it's you know it's what happens when you see the mother of size. Um, yeah, these these eternal mothers who are not yeah. not nice, not good, not <laughs> bad, not evil. Yeah, just kind of representing all these sorrows. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's such an yeah, such the approach to the violence of this thing because it's such a complicated organization as the Helena Marcos School of Dance. Mm. Like, yeah. Um, all right, some miscellaneous stuff before my big thing. Mm. Um, I, the the chapter it's split into six chapters, which I also kind of love. Six acts and a prologue is in a divided Berlin. It says at the beginning, and that's such a like silent movie Dr. Caligari way yeah. of like setting up the movie, which really speaks to like Germany's cinematic history, which I love. And then two of the acts, one of them's called Taking, is that four, and that's a great intercourse. And then the, at five is in the Mutter House, <laughs> uh, brackets all all the floors are darkness. Yes, all the floors really are darkness. I love really that. <laughs> I love ending on uh, where it ends, the final shot. I love that. That's really poignant and great because he'll never remember to go and look at that again. Oh. No one will ever know what that means again. No, but oh man, you know, things things grow mm. from <laughs> from sad things, yeah. and and oh, you yeah. don't know who, whose bones you're you're trampling on as you move through life. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Makes me think of the makes me think of the new Park Chan Wook movie. Um, <laughs> And then final, uh, like finally before my big thing is um, the post-credit sequence is really unnerving in its simplicity. Like just her spraying something on the wall is, yeah, yes. with that great music and she's such a badass. Like, yeah, yeah, in that Gucci dress. <laughs> <laughs> she's setting up House of Gucci, starring Dakota Johnson. Well, I believe Dakota Johnson was in a series of Gucci ads at this time, and this is when Gucci really, ah. really exploded with. Um, with its like basically faux seventies line, like all of the mm. fashion in this film, it was ah. it was back to flowing <laughs> silky floral fabrics, oh, yeah. and Dakota great. Johnson being yeah like a um, the lead, first of all did two things made me com- uh, mm. convince me to buy Gucci um oh, <laughs> which one was it it was the one of their perfumes the one that came Ooh. out around that time which does smell very nice but lasts like shit on my <laughs> skin. Um, nah. <laughs> it's like it's gone <laughs> in like a minute. Um, oh no! And I was like, I don't know. Did was there a collaboration with Suspiria and Gucci? 
<laughs> I hope so. For like I hope the costuming and range. stuff. I don't know. Anyway, that's <laughs> you'll release three cents like Romarum. <laughs> Tanner Brown. Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing in Suspiria, my favorite sequences that fill me with excitement every time they happen are the dream sequences. Mm. Um I absolutely love these things. Just these abstract images, so beautifully assembled, so uh, d- disturbing and unsettling. It just puts me in mind of like the videotape from Ringu or something. Mm. It's just pure expression of like pain and suffering and so much history implied in it which you know Guadagnino talked about the idea of making more movies that would explore like Helena Marcus's past and how she sort of came kind of like the pearl to you know this ex yeah (laughs) you know just exploring like the 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 journey of the main villain is such a cool idea and I wish that that could happen but I think the closest we're going to get now are these sort of bizarre images that come in dreams which also pertain to Susie's dreams and yeah, just some really haunting and memorable images, like her floating up the door jam. Yeah. This, um, well, and and yeah. one of them becomes one of the poster images, doesn't it? Or um, there's an oh. there's an image of Tilda Swinton with like her hair over yes. her head, similar to like yes, ring, and and she's gorgeous. She's lying, and her dress is billowing out, and just one exposed arm. It's a very beautiful yes, pose. It's... it's a great image. Yep, it's on the cover of my Blu-ray of the film. And yeah, yeah it's it's great. Absolutely fabulous. Yeah, so I love those dream sequences. Um, yeah, and I think that's just about it for what we have to say about Suspiria 2018. Suspiria. But there's a particular coven I would like to check in with to see if they have any Ooh. Oh, let's get into the coven of the OGT, Miam. The OGT. Mother OGT. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Now, nothing on Twitter and Facebook, but the patrons have not let us down. Uh, We have got Chris Attaway, who says, I've only seen the original and it was bloody years ago, but here's what I remember. Orange Blood. (laughs) That's it. Is it a good film? I don't know. Does it have orange blood, though? Again, I don't know. I can't remember very well. I might be thinking of Once Upon a Time in America. Now, that was some orange blood. Oh, boy, that was blood orange. Hmm. Blood oranges. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. (laughs) Just uh, just two hours ago, though, I've literally just finished watching the 2018 Suspiria. Whoa. It's brilliant. I loved it. And have since learned that it was divisive and some people hated it. I thought it was so good. Didn't feel, didn't feel too long. The dancing was unbelievable. And the way it cuts between the dancing and Olga in that scene. Oh, man, I loved everything about it. Probably liked it more than the original. But like I said, can't remember it. <laughs> Apart from the orange blood. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. (laughs) Thanks, Chris. (laughs) And one other comment from Victor Gamboa. I'll never forget leaving the theatre after watching the remake. We all just sort of looked at each other, wondering what we had just witnessed. I enjoyed it on a different level than I do the original. I thought Tom York's score was excellent and contributed greatly to the viewing experience. By the time we got to the Volk dance sequence, I felt like I was watching a nightmare unfolding, which was amplified immensely in the Mother Suspirium sequence. 7 out of 10 in my book. Also worth mentioning, the track Suspirium is a great one to play when you're staring at the ceiling fan while lying on the floor. Pretty much anything Tom York has written is going to (laughs) be... That's pretty much the mode to which he writes. Oh, yeah. Ah, but yeah, absolutely true. Just a a really stunning piece of work. And yeah, I really, really love this movie. It's one of my favorite horror movies of the last 20 years, I think. Turns out we really like it. (laughs) Turns out it's good, in conclusion. (laughs) 
<laughs> nearly we've been speaking for nearly as long as the original Suspiria and we've decided it's quite good. It's quite yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's they pretty sh- good. They should let Guadagnino make some others in the same Well, way. speaking of which, do we have a one better thing? The one better thing. Nah, it's this. Oh, is it? Is this? It's this. I'll tell you what. <laughs> tell you what though. What? Last week, last weekend. What? Saw the new Luca, Luca Guadagnino film. Oh. It's called Bones and All. Yeah. It's an adaptation of a novel, I believe. It is a love story starring Timothy Chalamet and the girl who played the sister in Waves. And I need to know her name because oh, she's amazing. Oh, I just saw a trailer for that. It yes. looks cool. And it's got, it's got Mark Rylance. I'm very interested in how they're selling it because I went in knowing nothing beyond the fact that Luca Guadagnino directed it. And it really, really took me by surprise. Yeah. Um... <laughs> it is a really good follow-up to Suspiria. It's grisly, very violent in places, shockingly violent, um, but just a really beautiful and soulful story. And it still has awesome dream sequences. So it is yeah. excellent. Well, I can't wait to I see really that. Yeah, I, I just saw yeah. like a, a trailer and I watched a little bit before I um, just went back to... I'm I'm sorry, YouTube. <laughs> I will skip all the ads. I don't care if they're good ones. <laughs> uh, but it, Even the things I want to see, I'm going to skip. I, out of yeah, I also just don't watch a lot of trailers. So it was more like the trailer came up. I was like, oh, I've not heard of that. That's cool. And then I clicked away because I don't. I try not to watch the trailers. Best. No, I yeah, think it's for the best. Like go in not knowing much. But yeah, find Bones and All as soon as it's out, which I think is soon. Not in Australia, because... mate. <laughs> Ah, they, they need it. Australia needs this. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, and yeah. that, it's not really the one better thing. I think it's as good. That's the one is good thing. The one is good thing. <laughs> the one better thing. <laughs> and rem- uh, Oh, no. That was me <laughs> summing up. <laughs> I just autopilot at this stage. Ellen. Yeah. How can people find out about Ellen? Find me on Roll to Cast. That's R-O-L-E to Cast. We are a any winning variety TTRPG podcast. Mm. So we have seven seasons, all uh, different game systems. So you can um, mm. pick which season sounds good to you. If you like Cyberpunk, go listen to seasons one and three. If you like Vampire the Masquerade, go to seasons two. We've got all sorts. They're self-contained stories. Yeah. Each episode is around 30 to 40 minutes for um, easy commutes. Um, and it's fully acted and fully scored. <laughs> Often by uh, Paul Goodman of this podcast. Often, often, um, often of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So find me there. Find <laughs> Rollcast um, on on the socials, mainly Twitter, and of course we even have a Patreon uh, where you can fund all the good stuff that we do. Um, I also play at it. Sirenscape on Twitch um, every Friday for Cyberpunk Red, um, and uh, I'm currently doing a Spelljammer uh, series that. Uh, it's just we've just gotten back after a break, and that's on Saturdays, and it's really fun. So that's me. Yeah. Fantastic, and yeah, OGT Pod. Just do that. Type OGT Pod into anything you can get your hands on, anything, and you'll probably find out something about us. You can find us on Twitter at OGT Pod, on Facebook OGT Pod, and yeah, we have a Patreon where we can record all sorts of stuff, including this week a discussion of the original Suspiria. Whoa. What have we got to say about that, you might wonder? Well, find out over in the Patreon. We're not giving anything away here. Um, Blood Orange, I think? (laughs) Something like that. Um, (laughs) And until then, until you sign up to the Patreon, I'm Paul Salt. I am she. (laughs) (laughs) And remember, the one good thing about Superior 2018 
is that it's very, very good. Yeah. <laughs>